Chapter 2. Why Should I Work for You? Why and How Restoration Workers Switch Jobs Every job starts with a job offer, but even before that, workers have to decide they want to work for you. In a crowded river with bait everywhere, why did your employees choose you? How did they even end up in the restoration industry? Simply put, if you don't know where your employees came from or where your next hires will come from, you'll have no idea where to look. Restorers that win among today's workforce deeply understand their staff's career goals and why they wake up in the morning. This means having a clear picture of why they got into restoration, what they were doing beforehand, and what motivated them to land at their current destination. Was the average young restorer roped into the business by their family? Was it nothing more than a random job posting at the right place at the right time? Do they simply swim to the biggest salary? You're reading this because you want to find more high-quality workers, and we want to connect you to the mouth of the river. If there is a pool of latent restorers ready to be activated, we wanted to be the first to know, so the Restoration Workforce Survey did a deep dive on where your workers came from, what industry they worked in previously, and what motivated them to choose to work for you instead of your competitor. The results have drastic implications for recruiting, training, and employee retention. Chances are you don't want sloppy seconds. You want to know where to find the best employees, and how you can motivate them. The responses we received affirmed some current assumptions in the restoration industry, but also provided a fascinating glimpse into untapped markets for new staff, and how you can win them over beyond simply throwing money at them. If you're sick of returning home with your nets empty, we've got good news. The fish are out there, and they're hungry. Here's how to find them. Where are they coming from? If we were to ask you what your next star employee is doing right now, what would you answer? Seriously, take a second to pause and think about this. Where is your next high-quality worker today? What are they doing right now? If you're like most managers in the restoration industry, you'd assume they're working for a different restoration company. In this view, the best workers jump around from company to company, and every business is constantly under threat of having their employees poached by the new guy in town with more money in his pocket. If this was the case, managers would have every right to be paranoid that their best employees could walk out the door at any moment and they'd have no way to recruit new high-quality staff unless they were willing to pay even more than their competitors. Thankfully, according to the Restoration Workforce Survey, this isn't true. Roughly 48% of the hundreds of workers surveyed came into the restoration industry from outside general construction, meaning they have no hands-on construction experience at all they certainly weren't poached from a competitor. With such a high percentage coming from outside restoration, 
This means that employers have a rare opportunity here for a fresh start, a clean slate. This is 48% of the workforce walking into their first restoration job without bad habits or preconceived ideas about how work should be done that you need to undo. These are green workers who you can form into doing things the way you believe they should be, a fresh pot of clay. As we'll dive deep into in Chapter 3, our data reveals the new labor worker desires a high level of structure in their onboarding, training, and support. Whereas many managers view a worker's first two weeks as a proverbial trial by fire, workers today view their first two weeks as an extended assessment of their new employer's company. If the first two weeks were unstructured and chaotic, the worker assumes this is a foreshadowing of what the next two months and two years would be like, and they quickly exit stage left with little notice given in search of their next opportunity. Today's worker is not flaky. They deeply desire to lay down roots and join a team. But they are picky and use their first weeks on the job to get a lay of the land before settling in for the long haul. Of course, this then puts the responsibility on you, the manager, to provide proper training. But this is far from a negative. Instead, this could be your company's greatest advantage. Never before has there been a greater competitive advantage for companies that become process-driven organizations. Process-driven restoration companies attract and retain top talent by delivering a structured, intentional experience from day one. They have the ability to take any motivated worker, regardless of their experience level, and turn them into efficient, productive extensions of the company's way of doing things. How do these companies become process-driven? By building standardized, repeatable processes that can be put in the hands of any employee in any role, and equip them with the on-demand guidance to succeed. This company-wide way of doing things can be systematically taught to new recruits, whether they've been in the industry for 20 years or 20 minutes. Considering the majority of your new hires will fall into the latter category, this crash course in restoration will give them the expertise they need to do things the right way. For those with more experience, a standardized process becomes an opportunity to weed out any old, unreliable methods they have in the back of their mind and start implementing data-driven operations for success. Take a step back and imagine the impact a tightly defined roadmap for onboarding employees would have in your company. While your competitors would be forced to rely on the usual channels, you could take any motivated worker from any background and put in their hands the keys to success in their role. With the work they need to do clearly defined, they would be doing their job the right way from day one with little need for costly training programs or constant manager interruption. Most importantly, you would have an unfair advantage in recruiting as your prospect pool would be 10 times larger than every other restoration company in town. The restoration companies that win with this new generation of workers 
are the ones that have the ability to recruit from any industry and turn their employees into productive powerhouses through standardized, repeatable processes for every role. Becoming a stickier workplace Moving on from the 48% of workers who come to the restoration industry from outside of general construction, the next largest source of new workers, unsurprisingly, came from within the restoration industry. Barely making up 28% of new hires, this group is significantly smaller than those from outside general construction. What this means is that employers' fears are somewhat founded. Other companies, to an extent, can steal from your pool of workers, especially if those workers are already seeking greener pastures. Though a certain percentage of workers will shop around, as the data reveals in later chapters, the majority of the turnover in restoration businesses is due to a company's own leaky bucket. This means that the onus is on leaders to fix that leak before the 28% of the workforce that keeps its eyes out for new opportunities within industry exits their own company stage right. If you're a restoration leader, how can you make sure your employees stick around, even if they are offered more money elsewhere? As we'll soon see, a lot of factors go into an employee's decision to work for you versus your competitor, and money is only a small part of the equation. Companies that know what their workers are looking for in a job have the ability to tailor their role to meet those needs, providing them with a valuable buffer against higher salaries elsewhere. Finally, there is a small but significant pool of workers coming from the insurance sector, 4%, and the military, 2.5%. These numbers are important because they demonstrate potential for future growth. There are specific industries out there that have an appetite for restoration. What does this mean for you? Do you have a veteran employee? If not, know that your competition probably does. You can take advantage of this data by leaving job postings at a nearby base or the local Veterans Association. Why they took the job When Restoration Workforce Survey respondents were asked why they chose to work for their current company, the top two answers were firstly, the strong team culture, and secondly, the opportunity for career or skill growth. However, dive a little deeper and the results get even more fascinating below the surface. When we segmented these responses by role, we discovered a massive, unignorable disparity in responses depending on the type of work done. Among office staff, the allure of a sticky team culture was 204% stronger than it was to their colleagues in the field or in management. As one worker put it, the work here aligned with my degree. It's something that I'm passionate about, and the culture in this company is better than my previous one. I enjoy being treated with respect and equality. Office staff have hundreds of micro-interactions with co-workers on any given day, so companies that can boast a strong team-first culture will have an inherent advantage in recruiting these workers. 
Likewise, office workers were motivated by the opportunity for career growth more than field technicians or management. Many survey responses pointed to their current role being the next step in their career, or it being a challenging upgrade from what they were doing previously. Because very few employees in this group mentioned they found their work inherently fulfilling, the onus is on managers and recruiters to help them clearly see how the work they're doing today will take them to where they want to go in the future, call it career context. Restoration leaders that successfully do this will be able to lure talented office staff from other industries and competitors and help them find the career momentum they may feel like they're lacking elsewhere. Why Field Technicians Want to Work for You All of this stands in contrast to the frontline technician, who are motivated by a very different set of factors. Only 8% of field workers chose their current job because they felt attracted to its team culture, which makes sense considering the more solitary environment out on the job site. Instead, a variety of influences guided the field technician's decision to accept their current role, including finding the work of restoring people's homes inherently fulfilling and frustration with their previous job or supervisor. However, there's one clear reason field technicians will choose a certain restoration company over its competitor, and it was the answer every owner was hoping to avoid. Salary. The data is unapologetic. More than any other role, the frontline worker is more likely to follow the money than his or her co-workers. But we're happy to report that even here there's nuance and wise leaders in the restoration industry will harness it for their own benefit. When you segment responses by age, Gen Z is the only age group that is primarily motivated by salary. Millennials care far more about a strong team culture and opportunity for growth than they do salary. And Gen Xers, likewise, are seeking career advancement more than a big paycheck. Each of these age groups and roles have their own preferences, and it's only the youngest among the field workers that allow the allure of a big payday to strongly influence where they end up. This finding is aligned with broader studies on Gen Z workers who, after enduring recessions, global instability, and pandemics, are looking for job stability and some confidence they're going to make ends meet. But what does this mean for employers? Attracting Quality Candidates If you are fishing in today's labor pool and only baiting your hook with the promise of salary, then you're only going to attract a certain type of fish. In today's workforce, interviewing is as much selling as it is selecting. Today's candidates know what they want, and if they don't see it in your company, they will take a job with a company more closely aligned with their goals, of which there are many. It's your job as a manager to strengthen your sales pitch to new recruits, or you'll be left in the cold. For office workers and managers over 25 years old, a strong team culture and rapid growth potential are far more motivating than a higher salary. In order to attract these candidates, you must put what motivates them on the hook. From job descriptions to your landing page, 
you must highlight these features. If a qualified candidate were to ask you, tell me about the team culture, how would you respond? Would you simply reference an impromptu barbecue you once organized? Or can you give clear, tangible examples of how your company's unique culture shows up in day-to-day -day work? The company's rituals, values, and unique flavor. Pictures help. Insufficient answers will not cut it with these applicants. And if they don't ask, you might be interviewing a dud. In an era where every organization claims to stand for something, you need to show the impact your company culture has in how work gets done, how employees interact with each other, and the trust management has in their reports, and vice versa. Steve Cadigan, contributor to CNBC, Fox News, and author of WorkQuake, explains that the best sales pitch when recruiting new hires is simply the truth. In order for a company to demonstrate the deliver career growth, Steve says, they need to showcase people who are in the firm, or used to be, that had that great growth experience while there. Can you point to other employees who moved up the ranks in your company, or who are more talented and qualified today than the day they walked into their job? Modern workers want to know you're serious about training and development, so highlight how staff at your company are constantly exposed to new projects rotated into different departments, and gain new skills. Candidates today are looking for career security, not simply job security, Steve explains. Making them better throughout their tenure with your company is essential. Restoration companies have pictures and case studies highlighting the transformation they are capable of delivering on projects, but few have case studies that show clearly how the company transforms its workers into higher-caliber, more employable people. To stand out, you need to provide these case studies to motivated young applicants. Some industry leaders assume that all candidates are only interested in the money, and if they can't afford to pay them more, well, then it's game over. The truth is that there's a very small subsection of workers that are primarily motivated by money, and even that will be insufficient in keeping them around for the long haul. One has to wonder if frontline techs were more exposed to elements of team culture, if it would begin to have a greater influence on whether they stay or go. As a restoration leader, focus on the elements that are under your control. Can you standardize your hiring and development processes so new hires can see a direct path toward autonomy, more responsibility, raises, or promotions? This promotes the growth your company can provide. Can you find new ways to highlight your values in company-wide initiatives or weekly meetings? This promotes team culture. When candidates come in for interviews, take the time to find out what is motivating them to sit down with you and make sure you highlight the steps your company is taking to over-deliver on these factors. Show them pictures from your team culture events, or give them the opportunity to meet someone currently working in the role they are applying for who can articulate the company values and vision. Show them a roadmap for the career progress they can experience at your company, including how and when they will be trained. 
The Restoration Workforce Survey shows that younger workers are more motivated by finding the work they do inherently fulfilling. So harness this to your benefit. The opportunity for restorers to highlight the company's unique service opportunity to restore the lives of homeowners is one of the most underutilized and more economical recruiting incentives. Recruits want to know about the impact their work can have on the lives of others. So show them before and after pictures of the homes your company restored after major natural disasters. Capture short testimonial clips of emotional clients before and after restoring their homes. Especially for those currently outside the restoration industry considering joining your team, this can help tip the scales and give your company a leg up. It's important to remember that money is not necessarily the most important factor for the vast majority of workers today. A strong team culture, clear growth potential, and other factors all heavily influence the decision to join your company versus your competitor. How they discovered the job. So you've adjusted your interviewing sales pitch and you've begun tailoring your interview process to focus on the unique motivators for each candidate. The question then becomes, where will you find them? According to the Restoration Workforce Survey, your next all-star worker is already in the networks of your current all-star workers. A staggering amount, 45% of restoration workers found their current job through a friend or family member and referrals are an especially strong source of field technicians. For employers, this can initially cause concern because this method of finding candidates seems largely out of their control. It's not. Assuming you've cultivated a strong team culture, provide clear growth opportunities and make your values tangible within your company creating incentive for your current staff to refer new candidates to the company from their networks only requires a simple strategy. If your current staff enjoys their work environment, then half of the employment battle is already won for you. You can equip your staff to become your sales team, encouraging others to join a successful, unified company. On the flip side, if your current staff is unhappy, unfulfilled, and unmotivated, then you're missing out on a huge slice of the labor market. No candidate, and especially no younger generation candidate, will want to work for a company that their friend is always complaining about. The truth here is that your team culture can be either a positive feedback loop or a negative one. After friends and family, the next most common source of workers was job posting sites like Indeed. To take advantage of this pool of candidates, take another close look at the data. Today's workers, particularly office workers who are more likely to find their next job on Indeed, are interested in team culture and growth potential. Your best bet is to make these clear selling points in your job posting. Yes. The salary should be made available, but more than that, you must convey the sense that you offer a positive work environment and opportunities for career advancement. These factors will pique the interest of quality candidates, as long as your actions match your words. Ensure your job description includes sections like 
team culture, our values, and a day in the life at our company. In an era where workers feel like they've been ripped off and their managers only care about the company's bottom line, you've got the ability to show candidates that you know what they're looking for in a job and have tailor-made their role to fit those needs. Combine this with the viral effects of positive workplaces, and you can leverage a great workplace experience to keep your funnel of top candidates constantly full. Ask any field tech if they've ever been stung by an estimator who overpromised on a job, and you'll likely hear a bunch of expletives before you can finish your question. The unfortunate truth is, despite good intentions, companies are just as susceptible to overpromising and underdelivering when recruiting candidates. Unless their actions match their words, they've built a leaky bucket that attracts great workers but quickly sours them in their first few weeks on the job. In our next chapter, we'll unpack the fatal mistakes companies make during their first two weeks with a new candidate and how they can take advantage of this crucial window to set their workers and themselves up for success. Key Takeaways 48% of workers come from outside restoration or even general construction offering a clean slate for employers willing to invest in properly training new hires. 28% of workers come from within the restoration sector, suggesting that it's an employer's job to be proactive in making their team culture sticky to avoid employees jumping ship for greener pastures. Most of today's workers are motivated by factors other than a high salary. Even if you can't offer a higher salary, you can notably improve your company's retention by prioritizing team culture and clear career advancement. 45% of candidates discover their job through referrals from friends and family. Employers that have strong culture and growth opportunities can harness the positive experience of their current workers to find more A players. <laughs>